0: Welcome once again to the ebone zone as i invite you to sit back relax and listen for the 307th time on this friday october 21st 2022 i hope you enjoy this week's episode the kind of bread we bake if you know me you know i love bread Any kind, any way. But this is taking that love to a whole new level by combining it with another. Out in California, particularly in San Francisco, there's a bakery with a passion for dough and Star Wars. So much so that they decided to pay tribute to George Lucas' films and make a life-size bread sculpture of Han Solo when he was frozen in carbonite. The two masterminds behind this venture are Hannah Lee and her mom, Catherine, the owners of One House Bakery. And let me tell you, they put a lot of work into this. They spent weeks molding and modeling, sculpting and baking. They even used wood and two types of dough to get the statue right. It goes deeper than that, too, because for Hannah Lee, the devil was in the detail. She became a bit obsessed over the design of particularly the character's lips until her mom convinced her to let it go as it was and take a break for a while. Which I can relate to. I mean, I'm sort of a perfectionist myself, but... Sometimes you've just got to let good enough be good enough. Because at the end of the day, when this thing's done, people are still going to be impressed. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. It's bread baked in the shape of an iconic movie character. Not everybody can do that. And to make it better, the bakery is entering it into a local scarecrow contest. Come to think of it, we'll get back to Bread Boy in a minute, but a scarecrow festival in California. I'd expect this more from Kansas or Iowa, but as it turns out, they aren't the only ones entering their creation into this festival because there's more than two dozen entries into this thing. You think about it a little deeper, and I doubt this could actually be considered a scarecrow because it's made of bread, so the crows wouldn't see it as a threat. They'd probably just eat it. So on those grounds, I'd say this thing would be dismissed from that type of festival. But who am I to say that? I don't know anything about judging a scarecrow festival, and if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't even know what a scarecrow festival was until a couple days ago. The bakery's done this once before, but with a baby Yoda-themed creation in 2020, when the Mandalorian was all anyone could talk about. Unfortunately, though, if you want to see this for yourself, you'll have to hurry, because eventually the sculpture will be composted, and then who knows when another one will be made. I think it's a shame it's not edible. I'd be all over that if it was, but I'd say with all the glue and wood and other preservatives in it, eating it probably isn't the best idea. If you want to stay healthy anyway, but hey, at least it looks cool. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Matthew. Matthew 5 verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let's start and talk through this. Let your light so shine before men. What exactly is that light we need to let shine? We need to let shine the light of Jesus in our life. We need to let it be known that we're Christians by having good conversations, by showing our works, by giving to the poor, by showing our example of what Jesus has done in our lives, by telling others what Jesus has done in our lives, by sharing the gospel, by sharing what He has done for us and what we have heard He has done for others. We can see the gospel change lives by sharing our testimony, by sharing our light, our holy life, our pure conversation, faithfulness to Jesus, faithfulness to our Father who is in heaven. We can see our gospel-centered life change the lives of others because we are living by Jesus' example. We are living pure and right, not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. Because at the end of the day, we're human. We're not God. We're not Jesus. We are not perfect. We are human and we fail often. But Jesus extends grace to us so that in our failures, we can get back up and keep on living the way he's made us to live. And now we come to the next part, that they may see your good works. Now, I should say here that good works in and of themselves they won't get you into heaven. A relationship with Jesus will get you into heaven. What we need to do with our works is we need to show the love of Christ through our works. We need to show what God has done for us and in us through our works, by helping the poor, by feeding the hungry, by clothing the naked, by housing the homeless. We may be the only Jesus some people ever see. So we need to let the light that Jesus has shined in us Shine far and wide. And lastly, we come to this part, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If we shine our light bright for all to see, if we shine the light of Jesus so that everyone can see it, it will inspire others to follow Jesus. It will inspire others. It will put that fire in their hearts to think, hey, whatever this guy's got or whatever this girl's got, I want it. I want to know the joy they have. I want to know the peace that they have. And that is when we come in and say, my peace is through Jesus and I can help you find him. We are to be living witnesses of the Most High God. And the way we do that is by letting our light shine. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is Scary Movies for Dogs. The first response is V for Veterinarian. Who knows why our furry friends fear the debt? Who knows why our furry friends fear the vet? My theory is that they have Steve Martin's song from Little Shop of Horrors in their heads. And now that I come to think of it, the song Dentist really doesn't have anything to do with a vet. You know, I don't know what I was thinking. The second response is Fiddler on the Woof. I can see how this one bothers them. You'd be surprised how many dogs had a passion for bluegrass fiddle playing because they don't have opposable thumbs. So they just tuck it away and silently wish they could do what Jesse Wells does. You'll capitalize on it one day, Spike. I know you will. Just break off the leash and follow that dream, and don't let anybody tell you you can't. The next response reads, Gar, Field of Dreams. Okay, I get it. Garfield's a cat, and the whole dogs don't like cats thing comes into play here as well, but most people would agree that Field of Dreams is a great movie, so in this case, for your furry friends, it's probably more heartwarming than scary. And the last response is, Days of Thunder. I can see where you're coming from here because sometimes, even for humans, it's a bit frightening. Not for me personally. I mean, unless I don't know it's coming and it's a lot louder than usual. But then, and only then, would I admit that I'm sort of, kind of, maybe a bit weary of it in that situation. Okay, you got me. If you think about it, unexpected loud sounds would throw anybody for a loop, so I'm not the weird one here. Here's another surprising thing from California. CatCon. It's like Comic Con, but with cats and Nicolas Cage for some reason. The event honored the actor with a series of paintings this month in California called Uncaged, the unbearable weight of genius cat art. Okay, sorry to burst your bubble here, but I've got to say something. Painting Nick Cage surrounded by cats takes tremendous talent. I'll agree with you there, but I'd hardly call it genius. The title is a reference to the movie starring Cage called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, where he's playing an actor who uses his acting roles to save his family. So, knowing all that, I guess it's like that Liam Neeson movie Taken, except the whole thing breaks the fourth wall and the villain is an evil director. You said you wanted to be in a perilous situation action film, right? This is what I call method acting. <laughs> as he's dangling Nick over a tank of sharks or something, I'll link the trailer in the description for you. While the windows of display have already passed, you can still buy them if you want. Good news, too. Any proceeds made from this go directly to cat-themed charities in California. Cool! I told myself I wouldn't make a cat pun to close out this episode, but in the end, I'd say that this is a... perfect idea to capitalize on a niche. Wait a second... (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. No! Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebonzone On on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week my friend god bless you stay humble and remember keep an ear